Welcome to Expanding Your Faith with Bishop Gregory Godsey and Father Matthew Schnabel. Expanding Your Faith looks at modern faith and spirituality questions, as well as conducts interviews with movers and shakers in different and varied faith traditions. Our broadcast is brought to you by the hardworking staff at the Office of Communications and Media Relations in the Old Catholic Churches International. Stay tuned as we work on expanding your faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Expanding Your Faith. I am Bishop Greg, and this evening I am joined by Luna and Bishop Ben. Greetings, everybody. And tonight we're going to talk about cultural appropriation. Um, this is a um, topic that um, a lot of people have been talking about lately. It's a topic that we really need to discuss, and um, especially as it applies to the church and to society as a whole. Uh, our podcast, of course, originate in the United States, and so uh, one of the biggest groups of people that suffer from cultural appropriation is our Native American population. But recently, even uh, the uh, African-American population uh, in the United States have faced a huge amount of cultural appropriation from uh, white people uh, in our society. And even from churches to some degree, as more and more um, churches try to um, make their... Uh, churches far more um, um, far more uh, welcoming to people of color, and so they think that by appropriating um, you know songs, styles, and things of that nature of, of the uh, African American community, they can draw in more people of color into their congregations, which of course is the exact wrong thing to do, but uh, that seems to be a great, um, um, a big thing that they're doing of recent uh, in churches. <clears throat> it's not something that's new by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the church has uh, culturally appropriated many different uh, traditions over the centuries, including uh, many of our holidays, um, you know, Christmas, Easter, uh, are both um, appropriated from other traditions and Christianified, <laughs> made to be uh, more Christian, um, to try to draw in people who were pagan, people who were of other religions by appropriating their uh, feasts and some of their traditions as well. Um, you know, a lot of churches, as we near uh, Christmas season, will be throwing up um, Christmas trees in their uh, in the middle of their churches. Uh, the Christmas tree itself has absolutely nothing to do with the birth of Jesus but instead comes from pagan holidays. And so it is a, a cultural appropriation meant to try to make people feel comfortable 
with Christianity and ease them into uh, acceptance of Christianity. And that's just one example. There are many. Um, Bishop Ben can tell you probably that uh, in his wanderings around, especially Protestant churches, uh, one of their famous things to do around um, Easter is to host Easter egg hunts on the church lawn. And um, that, too, has nothing to do with Easter or with Jesus' resurrection, exactly. rather. But rather is a pagan uh, 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 ceremony uh, used to once again um, bring in people that were pagan and make them feel more comfortable with Christianity. And probably in the last, I'd say, 30 years or so, 30 or 40 years, uh, we've seen a lot of Christian uh, churches also... Uh, appropriating Halloween uh, yeah. with trunk or treats and things of that nature, you know, uh, haunted houses that are actually uh, these uh, mesh up of haunted house and Christian messaging. Um, and that's been something that's uh, started in the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, yeah, Jesus Ween. Um, and so they have started at fall festivals. Many churches host fall festivals that are much more akin to pagan celebrations than actual um, celebrations of the Christian faith. And we do that to our detriment, actually, um, I think, um, because what we end up doing is isolating uh, a whole group of people from Christianity because of our, you know, desire to uh, appropriate other people's cultures. Um, we actually do the opposite of what we're trying to do. Instead of trying to bring people into the faith, we drive them away because of our desire to appropriate their celebrations and their feasts. Uh, your thoughts, Bishop Ben? Well, you know, thinking about when I was at the hospice agency the other day doing paperwork, we had a discussion with a nurse that was African-American. There's a receptionist we had that's white. She's a white girl. It has long hair. You know, done like the, the African-American people that has the, the dreadlocks. African-American yes. in a discussion with her that you know and appreciate white people having the same hairdo because they're misappropriating their their culture and their lifestyle and you know I sat there listening to the discussion and it was all on the verge of turning out to be almost an argument I said I didn't said a nurse because why should we appropriate somebody else's culture and their lifestyle to to see if we can fit in mm. you know I think you know, I think that's on the verge of being very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like us misappropriating the American the American culture. You know, why should we do that? I agree. Even the the nurse went as far as she wanted to almost declare it as racism, and I kind of agree with it. And you know, you had to look at it on a on a basis of 
of how it's done. But even some people were saying on TV, on TV, I heard on the news, people were saying that even appropriating the food culture is misappropriating culture, too, by making the food. Borderline. You know, there's a lot of things to be learned and to be gleaned situation. Yes. Well, and, you know, people of color have experienced this um, um, uh, for years and years and years. Uh, people of color exactly. have experienced this appropriation of their culture. And, um, you know, sadly, uh, in the last uh, few years, it's, it started getting worse again. Um, as white people tend to make it out as though it's it's okay for them to steal from another person's culture um, as a way of showing respect to them, essentially, which is not what it is. It's showing a great amount of disrespect um, to um, their culture. Um because you don't know why they do the things they do. You don't know why they wear the things they wear or why they uh, have certain hairstyles. You don't understand the actual um, yeah. history or culture behind it. You know? And so... Um, you know, taking someone else's culture... And appropriating it as your own is just a sign of, of disrespect. It's just a huge sign of disrespect. Um, Native Americans in the United States have experienced this um, uh, tremendously over the years, you know, uh, the appropriation of their culture uh, by people that are white. Um, you need only look to Hollywood for examples of that. Um, yep. where, um, you know, Native Americans, uh, cultures are painted as savage or barbaric, uh, by the same token, you then walk down the street and see people wearing Native American clothing or Native American patterns, uh, or Native American hairstyles even, um, as a, um, sign of their chicness or their um, uh, their style um, Paul says uh, Paul Smith 706 says no disrespect I think appropriation is silly and in a bad excuse and a bad excuse to argue um, so you think it's okay for people to appropriate others um, cultures as their own. Uh, Igor says, make up your mind, you get mad if they don't recognize his culture, and then you get mad if they do recognize. It's the difference between recognizing someone's culture and appropriating it as your own. Um, there's a big difference between the two. Yes, big. Um, big difference. And uh, that's what we're talking about here on our podcast this evening, going out over anchor.fm is uh, 
the fact that uh, there is a big difference between respecting someone's culture and appropriating it as your own. You know, a white person walking around in, in dreadlocks or uh, with afros or uh, things of that nature is very disrespectful to a culture that where uh, you know people of color who are um, you know who that's their style because that's their uh, you know the style that best fits their hairstyle their hair makeup as to them. Paul says, "I'm uh, Paul Smith seven oh six says, I all I am saying is we are one people under one God, uh, one race. We should pull together, not apart." Um, well, I'm sure that's exactly what Christians thought they were doing, as they murdered uh, pagans and stole their holidays. Um, you know, but. Uh, I think that those days are pretty much over, Paul. Um, Blake says, uh, I respect that indigenous people use white sage. I don't use white sage. Um, uh, there's an example. Yes, that's a very good example. Um, you know, when you know someone's culture uses something uh, as part of their sacred uh, rites, you don't steal it and use it for your own. Nope. You know, and the church has been guilty of that for centuries of stealing other people's, um, you know, uh, cultural, uh, the things they find to be sacred in their cultures and um, appropriating them for our own uses. And to be honest, uh, I don't think Jesus would be terribly happy with us stealing other people's cultures. Another big one lately in Christianity, and I want to touch on this because I saw a posting by uh, Rabbi Hanna the other day. <clears throat> uh, rabbi Hanna is a Reformed Jewish rabbi, um, and she was discussing the fact that amongst many Christians today, they feel that it is... Um, is okay for them to appropriate things like Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and Passover and use them as part of their Christian traditions. And that is very disrespectful to Jewish people, uh, both ethnic and uh, religiously Jewish people, to take their uh, feasts and try to Christianize them and use them. Um, uh, and, and I'm going to go a step further. Uh, you know, Reverend Hannah was very nice uh, in her explanation to Christians as to why it, it's wrong. But I'm going to go a step further and say it's actually also anti-Semitic for them to yes, do that. I... Because they're essentially saying, your feast, your culture, your religious beliefs as a Jewish person have to be made better by us by adding Jesus to it. And so essentially you're saying that their culture and their religion is less because it's not been fixed by white Christians. And so I find that very anti-Semitic. 
It's very anti-Semitic to do that. Um, and Christians that would argue that it's not, that it's quite okay to act that way, um, are, are not following the message of Jesus at all. Um, they really aren't. Um, so, uh, I find that disturbing that Christians would argue that it's okay to steal from other cultures because we're all one, all God's children. Um, so, I find that disturbing. Um, I'd love to know what uh, the Bible says about uh, stealing. Because that's what cultural appropriation is. It's stealing. Um, from another culture, from another group of people. So I would love to know what the Bible says about stealing. I was going to say, too, like, uh, people get the wrong idea. They're like, oh, you know, you're trying to say that culture shouldn't be able to, like, mix together. And you're, you're saying that people should stick amongst themselves and culture should never... Um, people of different cultures shouldn't trade information or experience things together or anything like that and that's not what that that's not what we're saying either because appropriation typically you're not going to be passively appropriating anything appropriation is an act you have to actively in most cases try to appropriate something for another culture and it's not just saying because like oh you know because you know i cook a lot and so i love to learn about foods from different cultures Appropriating is not me simply making tacos. Appropriating would be exactly. me making a video of me making tacos and being like, guys, I just came up with this great new recipe. I call them meat in a shell. Yeah, and I act like I was just, just a, because there's this whole trend of um, life hacks that people come up with on TikTok that get millions and millions of views. And they're like, guys, I came up with this great life hack. And it's like something, it's something to do with like a mixture of different things to remove stains or whatever it is and it's like well no technically you didn't figure that out you got this from someone else and you're now claiming that you figured it out when it's something that's been an old thing in a different culture or whatever for years yes and you're like oh and no it's this is mine now you know i made this i came up with this and it's not true there's no way they just were mixing everything in their kitchen together one day and was like oh i figured this out well, yeah, exactly. And of course, also, um, I'm reminded uh, just a few months ago, I guess it was, there was that um, African-American um, poet who wrote um, some very wonderful poetry. And this white girl on TikTok stole the poems um, and claimed them to be her own, even got one tattooed on her arm, and then it came out that they were not hers, that she had stolen them from this African-American young lady. And that. that's appropriation. It's the same as stealing. It, appropriation is stealing because you are intentionally taking... The church intentionally took pieces of another culture's religious beliefs 
incorporated it into Christmas and Easter in order to make Christianity more palatable to pagan people, to bring them into the church. It's well documented that was their thinking. That was their process, their thought process, was that if we combine some of these pieces of pagan worship and pagan culture into Christianity, more pagans will join Christianity. It's funny too, because like, the funny thing about that too is it didn't work. So there was no reason for them to really continue those traditions because it didn't bring more people in. Instead, they just came in and said, hey, you're going to follow us or we're going to basically kill you. <laughs> yeah. So it was Exactly. Like, you're right. So it didn't even work. The, the whole idea, the concept didn't work because pagans were just like, but that just sounds like what we do already just watered down. So why wouldn't we just continue doing what we do? Well, exactly. And so... And uh, Patrick Hansen, 959, wants to know, where's that documentation? Well, read the early church fathers. They make it very clear that uh, that's exactly why they did it. Um, was the early church fathers believed that it would best bring pagans into Christianity to appropriate many of those... Uh, same things. Claire asks, uh, you don't think all Christians are like that, do you? No, I don't feel that all Christians are that way. Okay? Not all Christians go out of their way to appropriate other people's traditions. The reality is that this is our history as Christians, though. Is that we, our faith, misappropriated, culturally appropriated, other people's traditions in order to um, build a base of people in Christianity out of those pagan traditions. Um, unfortunately, we continue that legacy when we do things like what Paul is saying when we just would rather turn a blind eye and say, well, we're all God's children. We should all just share and share alike. What you're essentially saying is, it's okay with me to steal someone else's culture and make it my own because I'm white and I can get away with it. Okay? That's essentially what you're saying. And let me be very clear. The Bible says, thou shalt not steal. Jesus makes it very clear that that's not loving your neighbor as yourself. So when you are uh, saying, I'm going to turn a blind eye to cultural appropriation, I'm going to steal from other cultures in order to make myself look better or to sanitize their culture or to make their culture holy, or to bring people into my faith tradition, then what you're saying is, I'm okay with stealing. I'm okay with stealing. And that's exactly what you're saying. 
Um, because that's what cultural appropriation is, is stealing. And Christianity has had a long history of stealing. Um, from the Holy Land, through the Crusades, to um, the cultural appropriation of pagan traditions into our own, um, to the killing of indigenous children to try to force them to be good Christian children to be given off to Christian parents. It's, it's a long history of stealing and proselytizing and abusing other cultures. And unfortunately, when we just say, well, we're all God's children, let's just ignore these things that are going on for the sake of unity, what we're saying is unity matters more in your mind than respect, than not stealing, and not abusing other people. And while not all Christians are like that, it is very true that a lot of Christians are. So Patrick wants to know, isn't that what we're doing with the LGBTQ community, basically bring modern culture in? Uh, I am LGBTQ. So I have the right to fly this flag. So is my daughter, who's trans. So would you like to try again? <laughs> uh, that argument kind of falls flat on its face, Patrick. What they say? Understand that, again, there are good Christians and there are bad Christians. Just like there are good Muslims and there are bad Muslims. There are good Hindus and yeah. there are bad Hindus. Um, the reality is that we can no longer ignore the abuse of other cultures. We cannot ignore cultural appropriation, the stealing of other cultures' sacred things as a faith tradition and claim to be good Christians. You just can't. You have to make your voice heard to stop these abuses. To my, stop these abuses. My thought about it is if if you look at something like appropriation or you feel like you feel like you're not one of those people who appropriate as a Christian or whatever, but you hear someone talking about Christians and Catholics who have appropriated and you get offended, you need to ask yourself why. Because if you aren't one of those people doing that, then you shouldn't feel any guilt. But obviously there's something there. Well, and that therein is the problem. Um, there are quite a few people getting offended in, in my chat right now as we do this recording of the live. And, and I would ask them to step back and ask... Um, why are you becoming offended? I can say something, but I can't say it on the You know, um, why are you being offended? Why, what is causing you to feel so triggered about this? 
Um, Patrick says, we brought in Christmas and Easter basically stealing to appease pagans. Are we appeasing modern culture? No. No, we are merely saying we are part of religion as well. There are those of us that are LGBTQIA that are part of religion as well. Can you please cite in the Bible where it says you won't be offended? I didn't say not to be offended. <laughs> I, think we've made, I, think we... I think we've lost the topic here, folks. We have kind of, but it, but it's okay because it, it's going in the in the same direction. But also, too, like people want want to talk about misappropriation. Some some people have misappropriated, and they they, they okay. Let's take for example Santa Claus. Santa Claus was misappropriated from a saint from a priest called Saint Nicholas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it all works in the same direction. Yeah, but like we're we're trying to discuss is. Is it disrespectful or not? It is. Just don't tell kids so, that. Uh, just don't tell kids that Saint uh, Saint Nicholas died years ago. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't, yes. Don't, don't make the mistake I made. Uh, let me take care of a few things here real quick. It's like. Um, it's very easy to just not appropriate other people's holidays. Like it's, and it's almost like it's almost weird in a way too, because like you have the religious aspect of holidays, particularly holidays. You have the religious aspect, and then you have like the modern version of it. And it's like you got. It's almost like you've got two different versions of things. You have like the you got that Catholic holiday of Halloween, the All Saints, mm -hmm. which is very similar to the original pagan Celtic celebration. And then you have Halloween, which is like going to Dollar Tree and picking up a couple of plastic buckets that look like pumpkins. And it's like... You know, all, all Saints is like that version of the Hispanic culture, which in my culture is uh, the Day of the Day of the Mortals, you know, the, yeah, day, of the, the day of the Dead. So, let me let me ask a question because there's still this conversation. I don't think people are understanding what I'm trying to express. So let me try it a different way, okay? If you go into a bank, okay, and this guy runs in with a gun and demands everybody get down on the floor and takes all the money out of the registers and starts to leave. And this other guy runs up and says, here, let me hold the door for you. Holds the door and says, hey, let me, let me give you a ride to wherever you need to go. Okay? Would you consider him an accomplice to that robbery or just a friendly guy passing by trying to do his good deed? for the day. Now, I can tell you from a police point of view, they're going to look at it as an accomplice. <laughs> uh, from most people's 
philosophy, they're going to look at it as an accomplice. If, <laughs> or as David says, you know, they're just clueless. If you don't speak against the kind of abuse that is happening, the stealing of other people's cultures, if you're not willing to put yourself on the line to say Christianity is not like this and should not be like this and we should do better, then you're an accomplice to the bad behavior. That's like all the Roman Catholics who continued to give money to the Roman Catholic Church at the height of the sex abuse scandal. Rather than demanding a change in the church, they were like, oh, it's no big deal, it'll pass, and kept giving their donations. As those donations went to lawyers and went to payoffs and everything else to try to hide what was going on, they became accomplices to that behavior. Not only accomplices, but actually condoning their behavior. And so at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, am I being complicit in this behavior? Or am I willing to say, no, that's not right, and I'm not going to let you continue doing that? And unfortunately, it's not an opinion, it's morality. There's a big difference between an opinion. An opinion is, you look fat in that dress. Morality is allowing others to abuse others and say and do nothing. To say and do nothing. That's morality. So let's move along. We're, we're at 34 minutes, and so I want to go ahead and, and move us along a little bit because we're obviously not going to make any headway. There are some people that choose to ignore the truth before their own eyes. But the reality is... Um, that society has uh, misappropriated some of Christianity. Christianity has misappropriated a lot of culture over the years. And there are a lot of Christians who are complicit to this day in that abuse, that stealing of other people's identity and that's what culture is. Culture is an identity. And I would, I would believe, I believe, that many people who argue that it's okay to culturally appropriate other people's identities would uh, be loath to have that happen to themselves. 
Um, I can only speak for the religion I'm in, Claire, and that's Christianity. And so um, I will speak out against the abuses because I'm not going to be um, one of those that's complicit in abuse. No, it's like, it's, like, uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's also hard for people because if you're just like a typical average American Joe, there's no, you, you don't really, you won't ever really understand what cultural appropriation is because what, what could you culturally appropriate from a typical average American Joe? Hamburgers? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean and for most people, if you if you culturally appropriated like Christianity or something, they would just be like, "Oh boy, you converted or whatever." <laughs> well, exactly. So it's like you don't understand because you have everything, basically. This this goes back to privilege again, which we've discussed before on our lives with the same kind of. Yeah. Uh, uh, results um, because uh, there are some people who don't want to admit that they have uh, privilege um, and so we've had this same issue uh, when we discussed privilege uh, before but um, yeah um, so anyway I think that that will wrap up our discussion. <laughs> I think we hit all the major points. Um, Big time, we should. Uh, and, you know, again, speak up, speak out um, against the appropriation of other people's identities and cultures. That's what we have to do. Um, stop letting that be a norm. Okay? Um, so, with that, we will uh, next week's topic. Um, Bible mistranslations. Uh, yes, the mistranslation of the Bible and how it affects the LGBTQIA plus community is next week. So join us next week when we once again attempt to expand your faith. Until then, keep shining bright, my friends. <laughs>